Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, good morning. It's already Tuesday. Happy Valentine's Day. Get your wife some. Get your girlfriend something. Get your girl something. Even if it's something small, I'm telling you, bro. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be empty-handed and be like, oh, I forgot. It was a Tuesday. Or oh, Valentine's Day. We don't even really celebrate Valentine's Day. Remember last year we said we weren't going to? Don't do it. I'm telling you, don't try it, yo. Because it's not even you. You might be the best guy. You might hook it up all the time. You might take your girl out to eat, buy her random gifts, but it's just one of those holidays that they manufactured where, you know, fellas got to do something. You always got, you know, you always got to do a little more, right? They can be empty-handed. They can be empty-handed. But we got to present some type of card, flower, chocolate, balloon, or just a random piece of jewelry uh, or a thoughtful gift, something. Just don't be empty-handed because it's a Tuesday that you you could, you know, we could breeze right through this Tuesday, fellas. Like, we could breeze right through this Tuesday, and it's the 15th and done. But if this was a weekend, it'd be a more bigger, you know, drawn-out thing. Like, okay, you know, you got to make reservations. Like, I, my wife had reservations on Saturday that she didn't want to go to bet. Cancel them. Cancel them. Cancel them. But I still went out and, you know, got some flowers, got some other things, and I'm good. I'm squared away. I'm good to go. Don't be that guy that forgets. Don't be the the guy that in the group chat your girl's flaming you to her friends. Like, this dude said that he... Nope, not me. All right, back to the phones we go. Obviously, we're talking about sports. Sorry to spoil that for you if you're just tuning in. This is WFAN. This is Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. The Knicks have beaten the big bad bullies that were in Brooklyn. The KD Kyrie era is over, and part of it is... The Knicks actually standing up to Big Bro and knocking down the Nets tonight. It's a party in New York City. And obviously, we're still talking Super Bowl. Now that it's two days after, it's still fresh. But uh, we're slowing our roll with the spring training stuff. We'll get some intel on spring training. Now back to the phones we go. Kevin in New Rochelle is on the fan. What's up, Kevin? Hey, Keith. What's going on? Thanks for taking my call. Great show. Uh, so you got to rescue me. I'm a longtime Nets fan. Um, you followed the Nets. Um, I've been a season ticket holder for 
years, <laughs> going back to the Meadowlands, uh, late 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hurt. I mean, I, I get it. Like, uh, there needed to be um, a change. Uh, I mean, certainly the players let me down. I think management let me down. Um, and I can't agree with you more. I think tonight was kind of like the icing on the cake in terms of what could be this for this season. Yeah, I mean, there's a great mix of kind of, you know, high-level kind of role players. But, um, you know, it's it's kind of tough to get that championship aspiration snatched from underneath you. And I, I just ask your opinion. Yeah. What do you think the team should do? I mean, this is a star league, you know? I mean, the Nets resembled kind of like the old Nets, right? Saturday, they went the last six or so minutes without – Mm-hmm. You know, scoring. Like, who's who's going to get me a bucket? You know, the one thing that Kyrie and Katie were great at, but they can prevent runs. The team goes on an 8 run, 9 sure. run, 10 run. They can knock down a shot and kill that. Closers. I don't I don't have a confidence level in this crew. And, they, and, they're, and I'm certain they're going to be a great group of guys. You know, as a season ticket, I'm like, wow, you know, like, do I want to reinvest? Like, you know, obviously you can't guarantee a championship, but, like, I need I need a Trey Young. I need something. So I, I'm curious to know your opinion. Your <laughs> I don't thoughts. want Trey Young, but I'm with you. But you know what I mean. No, I, I, but I, mean, I, I, I understand, and I hear you, because I, I root for the same team, and I've watched them. I'll tell you yep. this. You, yep. you can see that there are now too many guys, right? Correct. The Nets went from winning that game uh, against the Bulls, and it was like there was just enough guys. Uh, Bridges and... Johnson weren't active yet, but you did have Finney Smith and you did have Dinwiddie. So, you know, you you got a little bit of an injection of pro ball players that can, you know, so you're not down to like eight players like we were against the Wizards where you rely on a Cam Thomas to go get 40, right? Here's a perfect example, right? Who's going to make that last shot? Who's going to be the closer? I thought that they were going to set Cam up for that tonight, but they didn't get the opportunity because the Knicks made a run at the end of that third quarter. Jalen Brunson, he's the smallest guy on the floor, but he's the best guy on the floor, and uh, he's a man. Like This guy had 36 at the end of the uh, third quarter, and um, he was closing us out. It was his floor tonight, and we didn't have a guy, right? Spencer tried to be the guy. He chucked up a bunch of shots. He did not have it. He tried to lead the way, and I, you know, I like that him being a former net and him having some quotes of his own that are floating around the internet now that they lost. Like he tried to do it, but I just think this is a team right now that is trying to figure out who is who and what is what. And Jacques Vaughn is experimenting with roles and who's going to play and who's not going to play. And when you're facing a Knicks team, they're set in their roles, and they they just got a new player that has improved their rotations that can do multiple things for them. Um, as a Nets fan, I'll tell you this. This was not – Joe Sy and, and Sean Marks, this was not their plan. They they had, they had were not prepared to trade Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving this trade deadline. But Kyrie blew this thing up because he couldn't get his extension. So once he forced his trade, they had to take what they could get for Kyrie, but they took what they could get for Kyrie having the thought that, okay – we need to add these pieces to a team with Kevin Durant to appease KD. KD is not looking to be appeased. KD requested a trade in the summer. So then once his uh, you know best friend got out of here, we right. literally saw his allegiance to Kyrie is a real thing. Like there's a lot of people that question their friendship or whatever. No, Kyrie brought 
KD here. Kyrie signed here, and then they traded for KD, and he wanted to be here to play with his friend. Once his friend got dealt and his friend was not getting the extension, he also wanted to be gone too. And the Nets did right by him by sending him to Phoenix, but they're they're not able to get Devin Booker back. They get Bridges and they get Johnson, who are good players, role players. But now you have a bunch of role players that are trying to figure out who's the go-to guy, who's the man, right. who to defer to, who to pass to. There's no necessarily like trust there or chemistry there yet. Jacques Vaughn is trying to figure it out on the fly. They're able to compete with the Sixers on the second half of a back-to-back, but not close out. They're able to compete with the Knicks for a little while, but then at the end of the game, the Knicks close them out because there's just a lot undefined. So I, I would say hang tight, obviously, for the rest of the season, but there's not that much of the season left. And there are some teams. There are some teams the rest of the way. Like just looking at the schedule coming up, they got to you know in the second half they got to face the Bucks twice right away. They got to face the Celtics in there. They got to face. They got to face the Nuggets twice in March. Uh, They got to face the Cavs in like back to back games. Like they're gonna face playoff caliber teams, teams that are better than them that have been playing together that they're they're not gonna be able to beat the Kings. Even they're they're going to probably struggle with teams like the Thunder, the Timberwolves, who got a big win tonight against Dallas. For Nets fans listening, go look at how Kyrie and Luka lost their first game together. You will get a little chuckle out of that. Yeah, I, I did see that. I've got a uh, – so thanks thanks for those comments. I got one last football question. I'll let you go. Um, I think you're a Giants fan, right? Are you a Giants fan? You're more so a Giants fan? Or I have a, It's really a Jet question. My brother so tried my to make me got- one when I was young, and I weaseled my way out of that into Jerry Jones' world. It wasn't the smartest move, but it was when I was a kid. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll let you slide for that. But my friends and I, I just want to hear your comments. My friends and I were just talking back and forth. Um, obviously, we have no control over this, but it came down to um, Aaron Rodgers um, or a guy down in, in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson. Who do you, who do, yeah, Lamar Jackson. Who do you, who do you go for? Who, you know, who, and, and why? So I, I'd like to hear your comments on that. Yeah, I can talk or about that easy. And uh, what's the like? Who who would you take right now? Or is yeah. it like in theory, if they were both in their prime? You're saying really going forward. That's all. That's all that matters. Yeah. Like, right now, would based you take on the current makeup? Yeah. Right. Right now, based on the current makeup of this team, the Giants or the Jets? The, next, the, <laughs> the Jets, Jets, right? The Jets. The depth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it. Thanks for the call, Kevin. Originally, the first thing I said was if Lamar Jackson is available, go get Lamar Jackson for this team. I think he'd be a better quarterback fit. I think he fit better in the locker room. I think uh, he gives you the run dynamic and the passing dynamic that you saw last night with Jalen Hurts. I think he's better than Jalen Hurts um, if he can stay healthy and not get hurt. He's younger. He's already got an MVP, and he's got a chip on his shoulder, right? Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is thirty nine. Aaron Rodgers is an all, is a Hall of Famer, all time great quarterback. I just don't see him fitting in New York. His personality, the type of guy he seems to be, as far as like wanting things instantly, right? It seemed like this guy went to South America last year, took ayahuasca, had his had his psychedelical trips, and then he comes into camp expecting all his receivers to be on the same page with him, to know all the routes, to run the right routes, have their timing right. It's like, maybe if you were around, that would have helped. Maybe if you were in the building working with these guys, 
that would have given you a little bit of a leg up in the game, but you didn't really want to do that because you don't want to be a Packer. You're still slighted by the fact that they took Jordan Love, who was drafted before Jalen Hurts. They took Jordan Love. They should have taken Jalen Hurts. They took Jordan Love signaling that you were done, and then you went to win back-to-back MVPs. Lamar Jackson, to me, I just think the way this NFL is going, man, like Lamar Jackson is more of a quarterback of the future. You also don't have to worry as much about your offensive line. Uh, If they were able to get Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers tomorrow, I don't know. You probably, the better quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. But for the long play, it's, it's Lamar Jackson. If you're looking for a guy that is not just your quarterback for the next year, maybe two, and a guy that you were able to build with, you you would get Lamar Jackson. He can run the ball. I think he can throw the ball better than people give him credit for. The Jets with these three tight ends that they have, the Jets with these receivers that they have, uh, I think Lamar Jackson would be a great option. But also Aaron Rodgers would be great. I just don't see him fitting here. Like I said, I don't see him want. This is a guy looking for isolation. You don't bring that guy to New York. Jimmy's out in Jersey City on the fan. What's up, Jimmy? The Eagles did not win, bro. But I won my $40,000 box, Chief. I'm all good with that. I'm fine with you that, brother. You won a $40,000 <laughs> Super Bowl yeah, box? Yeah, it was in a $200,000 pool. Wow. $2,000 a guy. I uh, put 1000 up with another buddy of mine. But, wow. Keith, I'm always here to clean up your act. Uh, you made a little boo-boo. Uh, Don Johnson and Irving lost for the second time, two in a row. Oh, Two in a row. They lost see. the other night. Did Doncic play night. the other night when? Yeah, I thought Dodgers. this was their first game tonight. No, nah, it's the second one. Well, but, uh, count it. Two losses. Well, Keith, I got your back. Remember, Jersey City. Remember, you got to stop eating those, those bad places when you get sick. You never call me to find out where to eat. <laughs> I live and grow up in Jersey. I'm trying to tell you where to eat. If you don't find out from me, you're going to keep eating at these bad joints. Place that sell bad and stuff like that. No, nah, I'm done. I, and I'm not going to out that place on air. It wasn't their fault. It was my listen, fault. When you're in Jersey, listen fault. to the Italian guy who knows food, bro. We will send you to the right places. <laughs> Don't I be do in that double day and things like you. that. I do got to hit you because I'm, I'm, I'm the type. I try everywhere. I've tried everywhere in, in downtown Jersey City and beyond in Jersey uh-huh. City. So. <laughs> That's hey, funny. Hey, you were pretty close when you said uh, about Rihanna's show with the, uh, the chemical... Uh, Chemical room, whatever. Those are actually sperm, sperm. Yeah. They were, uh, that's what sperm swingers trying to get to the egg. Yeah, I, I guess she was going for that. <laughs> I, I didn't really want to say it on the show, but I'd rather you that's say it. That's all right, it. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, listen, more man, any time in the world, he's one of the smartest black men out there in the world, and I listen to him every time he opens his mouth. Who is that? You know, I don't know if you, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, what do you have to I, say? I don't know. Oh, he he tore he tore Rihanna a new butt. He ripped her apart, bro. <laughs> he was disgusted with the show. I have to go he, look he, that up. He said she looked horrible coming out in a red hefty bag, garbage bag, whatever he said. He said it was disgraceful how she acted and things. But but, but yeah, if you go on go on TikTok, mm. you'll see it. Eighty five year old Morgan Freeman weighs in on Rihanna. Yeah, my man's been around. Like it. I said, man, I will listen to that guy speak any time he opens his mouth because he knows what he's talking about. He's been around. He's been around. I don't know. He just had 84 years, so he's seen it all. He's got a level head in mind. That's what I love about him. But, uh, hey, man, why we beat, beat up on our net so far, Keith? We're going to be all right. 
Listen, yeah, we're bound to lose one game to the Knicks. So I did one one. No, no, I, losing to the Knicks doesn't signal that the season's over. But it's just, it's just obvious that like this team is completely well, different know, like now. Well, you know, like you just said before, we're trying to put the players together. Over. We gotta, we just getting, they're starting over, and uh, you know, yeah, they've got a nice little fifth place spot in the East, but they could drop. And uh, I don't know what we're expecting these guys to be able to do. I think Jacques Vaughn's going to coach them up, but it's going to take a little while. And you've got one game Wednesday, then you go on the All-Star break, and you're right back at it. My expectations aren't high. My expectations weren't high even with Katie and Kyrie because it was so flammable, right? It's like, okay, maybe, maybe these guys get to where they got to go and they, you know, uh, figure it out and keep it all together, but... Nah, the Nets aren't winning anything uh, with this group. No, nah, of course they're not. But listen, we just want them to play well. We'd like to win one series. Whatever. Let me ask you a question: If we were to lose, if we were to get below, below, finish below five hundred, right? Would you want Kenny Atkinson here like next year? Nah, they might as well go get Ime Udoka at, at, at that point. Like they're just not, they're not going back to Kenny. They did him so dirty. I don't think they're going to give him the keys to the car. Well, they, yeah, well, well, you're right. Maybe they let him drive the uh, they let him drive the Honda around town. Then they upgraded to the Ferrari. They took the keys. Like, and, like, like we were saying, listen, Jock Vaughn. He's a good. He's a good. He's more of a motivator. He's not. I don't think he's a good coach. Listen, Cam Thomas. Come on, man. He, he showed you two games what he was about. Yeah, the guy. The kid's got to play, man. What do yeah, we? He buried we're him like on the Yankees, bench. Just like the, the Yankees, first. man. We buried these good young players. We want to see them play. Let them play, man. Let them. How do you think that guy? These guys, these young players. Yeah, because John Vaughn is an NBA former player and veteran. You can see he's trying to give these veterans some run and then trying to figure out the rotations for them to get equal minutes. It's just not working. He's well, got to no, go away working, from man. Ben Put Simmons. Put Sam Thomas out there. What's he, is this how he's going to lose his job? Man? Put him out there. The kids, that is the how he'll lose his job because it's like, all right, the world just saw this kid make history three nights in a row. And now you're not using him because he's a second-year player and you have all these other guys. Yeah, and then now, now we're going back to losing streak. Come on, man. Smart enough, Josh. Put the he, guy in there. At least he knew not to throw his... Patty Mills in there tonight. And, and the kids, Sumner ain't playing no more. Come on, man. It's worth it. See, we, we had those kids on a nice little rhythm. Yeah. They're getting some time. Yeah, Sumner can take playing. Ben's minutes. Honestly, Ben, ben yeah. Simmons is a waste of a roster spot and a lot of money. And, uh, yeah, the Nets got to figure it out. This isn't the year. In a couple years, Maybe they'll either draft a star or uh, you know trade for another one. But like with this group, Spencer did when he thinks he's the best player on the team, so uh-huh. he's gonna take all the shots. He's you know got the tenure, uh, and then I, other than that, like Bridges and and Johnson, like they're role players. They're, they're used to playing with CP3 and Book, and uh, I think they can elevate. But it's just gonna take time, and you're in the hey. middle of a season. So listen, we've been waiting a long time. What's a little more time? Hey, real quick before I leave you. Milano's downtown Jersey, one of the best Italian delis around downtown. Milano's, M I L A N O S, Milano's. Carmine's on, in Jersey City on the west side on Fourth Communipore, one of the second best Italian places in Jersey City. They they deliver, they're open till uh, about 5 o'clock in the afternoon. That's where you go get your good Italian food, Keith. Bet, I'm on it. I'm Milano's and Carmine's right down, right brother. I'm, I, I'm not ever I'm going to ask if you come in and say, yo, look, if the tall guy, black guy with dreads come in there, he talks pretty smooth, <laughs> talks like a white guy. <laughs> yeah, even TV. when I'm ordering, even when I'm ordering, I sound like a white guy. Yeah, I'll have the, the penne vodka and uh, broccoli rob. That's what I ordered uh, that. Yeah, no, dude, you listen, no Italian no, no, really. Can't mix broccoli rob and meatballs and things like that. Yeah, no, nah, it, it took me to hell and back. No, you're going to eat broccoli rob, you got to eat it with, like, dry... Uh, sweet or hot sauces, things like that, with uh, with, with gavadillo, things like that. That's how you eat that broccoli rob. 
I just ordered things on the menu and I try to mix in some broccoli rob to be healthy and, and that was Jeez, I'll tell you, hang out with me one day. I'll take you to a few eateries. Come on, I'm a big guy. I'll show you how we eat good. Jimmy, I can't hang out with you. You said I talk like a white guy. Good night. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jimmy. I ended the call because we needed to end the call and move on. And I, I honestly don't care about anyone saying anything about how I talk. I get to talk on the radio. I'm good. Anywho, back to the sports. So, yeah, Jimmy corrected me about it being the second game of uh, Luca and Kyrie playing together and losing. So... That's right. They lost to the Warriors over the weekend. Not the Warriors, the Kings over the weekend. And I'm not actively watching Kyrie. I'm not actively keeping up with Kyrie and his downfall. Uh, but whatever. They lose to the Kings, who are ahead of them in the standings. And then tonight, they lose uh, their home. That's what it was, their first home game together, Luka and uh, Kyrie play in Dallas in front of their home fans for the first time. And they come up with an L. And late in that game, it's like neither one of them wanted to shoot the ball, which is hilarious because initially everybody in NBA circles said there's only one ball. You know, who's taking the last shot? How are they going to work in crunch time? In crunch time, they pass each other the ball. They pass it back, pass it back. Neither one can get a shot off. And I, I just thought that was hilarious. It probably won't happen again. But I just don't expect Kyrie and Luka to somehow magically take this team to where it needs to go for the Mavs this year going all in. And then, what, Kyrie's going to demand an extension out of them? He's not going to get it. The only way he's going to be able to get an extension, in my opinion, is if the GM, the king, LeBron James, brings him to L.A. and they sign him up there for it. All right, can I take one more call before we break it down? I got enough time to do that. Harvey's in Dix Hills on the fan. Go for it, Harvey. Hi, Keith. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for calling up. Oh, pretty good. Um, uh, my wife is listening, by the way. Uh, I love my wife more than anything in the entire world, and I mean anything. But you didn't but get I, her anything for Valentine's Day. You still got time. Well, she, I get double whammy because it's her birthday today, and I wish her a happy birthday, and I got her a beautiful necklace for today. Tell her but I said it, but it it's, well, it's, she's it's listening, Valentine's so Day birthday. tomorrow. Remember that, yeah. Happy birthday. Well, it's officially the 14th now. We're 24 minutes in. Yeah. Oh, you're wishing my, my wife a uh, happy birthday. That's great. Really great. Thank you. But uh, never miss a birthday. I did it once. Okay? I mean, it can happen. Uh, life is crazy. You never know what could go on. and then. Well, you know what I do for a living, and my hours are, for a long, long time have been crazy, so as you know. No, I just know not to miss anything. Anniversary, yeah. birthday, Valentine's Day. You might think you're busy, but you know, take the five, ten minutes to go pick something up, and it'll save you a headache. Especially if you're a sports fanatic like we are. And, you know, a lot of wives don't tolerate their husband's uh, sports. My wife, we're together on everything. Good. Forever, yeah, forever I, and ever. Yeah. I have a wife that understands because as soon as she saw me, I was already locked in on all my sports and stuff. So she didn't expect me to change. I was just working before and I'm getting my sports therapy right now. So. Oh, good. Am I? I'm sports. <laughs> I'm sports therapy for you at night. I don't send mind that. You can send me a bill if you want. No, nah, I don't. But I don't mind that. I think at night we should be calm. We shouldn't be fighting. We shouldn't be yelling. Uh, I come in here prepared to go over everything. You know, uh, I just took a call uh, from Kevin, and he was asking about you know the future of the Nets and what I thought, and uh, you know everyone that tunes in and listens to me. Sure, you know this should be more like therapy than. You feeling like, oh man, I can't oh, you're, even you're listen. You're a great listener. You're a really great listener, Keith. You're 
but anyway, I've said that before. Uh, you know, this is, uh, I got, it's, uh, let's call it Harvey's Revenge, you know, on the Eagles, okay? A Giant fan. I'm a fanatic Giant fan, so we got our revenge. So we hired uh, Tony, and we hired Bradbury to uh, beat the Eagles, and we already know that Jackson and Peterson and Jacksonville lost. So that's a that's a good victory for Giant fans, to be yep. quite frank with you. Yep, Joe Shane, mastermind. Yes, we all. It was all planned. It was the grand plan, right? And uh, but anyway, I remember we were going to discuss uh, game plans. I uh, I did discuss it uh, the Saturday morning before. I don't know what your game plan was, but I used the same game plan as I did for the Giants. You know, and when you look at the Super Bowl, the the heroes of the of Kansas City were the offensive line. You know, all I heard is that the Eagles they're going to dominate them at every unit. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're going to be a a, a team for the ages. Well, the fact, and I said over the weekend, one of my, and I even told you that one of my football coaches taught me that if you play a team that's twice as good as you, you go after their strength, then they will dissolve. They'll be very panicky. And uh, the offensive line did a lot. Basically, I'm not saying they outplayed the Eagles' offensive line, but they did a great job. You know, the uh, you know, and Reed out. I think he outcoached. I outcoached the Eagles. I really do, and especially on Tony's play. You know, Tony couldn't catch passes for the Giants. That's a call for another day. But that that pass that that he caught, he was free in the end zone because I think he did a block, and then he circled around to the end zone and nobody covered him. To me, that was unbelievable. And remember last week I mentioned to you Pacheco. Remember I told you the whole story about Pacheco. He's from Vineland. He had some tragedy, and uh, and he wasn't really heralded. At least I never knew him from Rutgers. I mean, I knew he would be a key, and he was a key. Uh, with McKinney, of course, who's a blocking running back, uh, their run. I think it's balance, as I always believe in, is that they they uh, had a running game, they had a passing game, and that's we have a good of both. It's hard to cover them. They Kansas City really beat the Eagles, you know, unless you look at a couple of things, you know, like Schemes, that penalty, game plans, yeah. adjustments at halftime. That's why I said it's the it was the Andy Reid Bowl, and Andy Reid showed himself in the beginning. They didn't have the best game plan, but. A long halftime, they came out ready to win that game. And, yeah, when you were talking about Tony, Sky Moore and him ran the same route. Just one was on the right side of the field. one was on the left and was on the uh, right. Yeah, okay. and it's just them manipulating the motion, right? They, right. They, they motion the guy in. They think he's coming across the whole formation. He's coming a, across the center. He never does. He comes in, and they think that the, the play is going to continue. Whether, you know, when they snap the ball, he doesn't come across the formation. They think it's going to continue uh, across the defense. Instead, he ends up going the opposite way. It goes away from the you know the way everyone's flowing wide open twice. Uh, Andy Reid calls that play the corn dog. Brilliant, isn't that? Br- that was brilliant. I couldn't believe when I saw it that they'd run it again. It you works. Know, of course it, yeah, and, and it's you know what? Like I, all of these teams are supposed to have two point plays that work, plays that can get you two three yards in the red zone so that you could score. It's the Super Bowl. I was thinking that's where somebody would break out their bag of tricks with the. A receiver throwing a pass or a quarterback catching a pass, but whatever, you know, Andy Reid and those guys were ready. What, you got what, anything what, else what, before I take us to break, Harvey? Go for it. Yes. Uh, the, the whole thing, the thing is about uh, that penalty. Now, you know, I, I really, and you know, many people say, like hockey, you have no penalties at the end of the game. I don't believe that at all because, you, first of all, players can get hurt if you're not calling penalties. So, you know, Bradbury, I know Bradbury because I watched Bradbury for years. He's great at pulling jerseys. Okay, he he is a a skilled defensive back. He does a lot of these defensive backs know where the where the uh, officials are. Okay, yeah, and he, he he's he, not that good. 
got away with them in the past. Not he, didn't get, he didn't get away with that, but the but that was a hold, not a passing interference. So the way I look, it was, it was yeah. a hold. I think it was a and, makeup call, in my opinion. But it's fine. You know, they, <laughs> what, they, oh, what do you think about? It? You don't think that was a penalty? Yes or no? I think it was, but I I definitely think it's a penalty that they could also let happen. I think it was a penalty that they didn't need to call that altered the game, but. They missed one before, so it's like, okay, if they miss one in the beginning, they're more keen on it. They're looking for it the next time around. Thanks for the call, Harvey. It's 12.30. We got to take this break here. We're right in the middle of uh, this 12 o'clock hour and 90 minutes left in my show. I'm pretty sure Salicata's back tonight, so uh, call me up, 877-337-6666. We're going to talk Rodgers, Jets, quarterback carousel. We're going to talk ghost runner and new baseball rules, of course, uh, we still have Nets and Knicks to talk and the Super Bowl and whatever else you guys want to do the next 90 minutes. Call me up and I'll be right back. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We have a mic, and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Right back at it on the fan. McPherson, your nighttime host, checking right back in. I didn't go anywhere. Just reading some things and on the internet, unfortunately, there is a terrible story hitting everyone's feed about Michigan State University, an active shooter on campus. Uh, More information coming out now, a shooting that took place tonight. There are uh, a couple fatalities and uh, sending prayers out to those kids, man. The videos look terrible. Uh, <clears throat> it hits close to home, obviously, because I went to school and went, you know, to college and all that stuff. But just because I'm an American and we deal with this way too much, it seems like it's way too common. Uh, when the shooting happened at Virginia Tech, I was 90 minutes away at James Madison University and they shut our campus down and had us take precaution in case there was a copycat. And this was 2007. Here we are, 2023. I'm looking at videos of my on my computer of kids running through campus and uh, hearing reports of, you know, the campus being locked down and people being locked in their rooms on a Monday night uh, in Michigan. And it's unfortunate, man. I don't know when it'll ever end. I don't know how it ends. It seems like the people with power to make change and do things don't mind it. Um, and it's also unpredictable completely. You don't know who has a gun and uh, who has some type of motive or no motive or whatever. It's it's unfortunate, man. But I'm sure you guys are seeing that on the Internet now as I'm you know on the Internet trying to find out things happening in the sports world that that popped into 
my feed, and it just is what it is. It's unfortunate. So prayers up for those kids out there at Michigan State. Uh, taking calls, talking sports here. This isn't 1010 Wins. This is WFAN. We're going to keep the conversation going around sports, but I wasn't going to be ignorant to what's going on in our country. I wasn't going to turn a blind eye to something that I just came across. Uh, Paulie brought it to my attention before he left, but I didn't get to it until right now after I was able to look and read some more. And, yeah, it's just <sighs> it's uh, concerning. It's discouraging. It is deja vu. And we'll hear more about this shooter and, you know, who he was mad at and what, you know, his problem was and where he got his gun and nothing will change. You know, it'll just be the next one they add to the list and we'll keep moving on with our lives and till it's, you know, the next campus or the next, you know, city. And uh, we just walk around with this hope that it ain't us, that, you know, none of us end up in this situation or none of our family members, but. You know, I know people that went to Michigan State. I know uh, there's people listening that probably have a family member that went there or might have someone there now. I just saw there was a Giants fan on Twitter that was like, my daughter is a student at Michigan State. She's locked down. I'm heartbroken. And that's tough, man. That's tough. You send your kid to college. You send them states away. You think that they're safe at a big school like that. And uh, someone crazy could be on campus with a gun and, you know, that's where we are again. So prayers up for Michigan State, man. Hopefully nothing else happens there, and hopefully they don't lose any more people. But I think I saw up to five people are being hospitalized. There's some other people wounded, but I think there's been three fatalities. So prayers up to those families. All right, back to the phones. 877-337-6666. Talking Knicks, Nets. Talking Super Bowl. Talking Jets quarterback situation. The uh, Raiders have put it out there that today is the day. They're cutting Derek Carr today, and uh, they're not going to get to the 15th, which is the date that um, you know things would change, and they're going to cut him today. And I don't think he'll sign right away, but like I've already said, they ought to be, the Jets, ought to be on Aaron Rodgers, and they ought to be on Derek Carr until they're out, until those guys sign. Those got to be priorities 1A and you know, 1B, and maybe they will be, maybe they won't be. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to George in Mineola. Biggest Yankee fan in Mineola. How you doing? Hey. Welcome, George. I'm good. Thanks for calling up. Yes, buddy. Uh, well, first off, I want to, you know, give my uh, prayers out to the students and the families over at Michigan State. I'm really sorry to hear that. It's yeah, it sucks. It's wrenching. It's ridiculous. Uh, nobody can understand how this keeps happening, but I don't know. Yeah, we're not supposed to know. You know, we don't we're we're taking this news in and it's like deja vu, how do we fix it? How do we stop it? Uh there's people above us that are supposed to be working on those type of things, but here we are. I just said I was in college in 2007 when the Virginia Tech shooting happened and you know, it's 2023 now. Yeah. Yes, and uh huh, I was about to like go off on uh, something else, but it's hard after hearing that. But I'm still going to try it anyway. Um, what I really intended to call about was, I'm sorry, I don't know about you, but this extra, this this runner on second extra inning thing, no, I'm sorry. I don't care. I am so tired of Rob Manfred, who's the absolute worst excuse for a baseball commissioner that I've ever seen in my lifetime. And 
I, I can't. I can't. I, I just can't. It's, it, it makes me – it's not fun to watch. It's here to stay. Know? It's here to I, stay. 162 games. You just hope that you don't go to extra I, innings. I'll tell because... you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I've been – I've never left the Yankee game early in my life. I've been going since I was a kid, and I watch them all the time. Second that game goes to extra innings, if I'm at the park, I'm leaving – and I hope everybody would do that. I know they won't, but man, would I love it if the whole damn park would just walk out and and I'm shut my TV off. It's gone after yeah, those, it's, they it's tied trash, up. Yeah, it's trash, bro. I'll watch it later. I'll it's see not what real. Tomorrow. It's so manufactured. We're usually in the bleachers or anywhere else, and they're like, "Play real baseball." I can't take it anymore. I, I really can't. Listen, I, I'll try to pitch clock. All right, I'll I'll try. You know, a couple things. I'm not happy about it, but I'll. Eh. We'll see what happens, you know, stuff like that, you know. But this, I, I just, I tolerated it during COVID because I was like, all right, I get it, you know. See, but that's that's the on. thing, George. During COVID, we had the shortened season where they started experimenting with things I like know. this. And I knew, I'm like, give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. Like this thing, they're going to get a little taste of it. It's going to make them say, oh, look how quickly we got to the end of the game. And they'll have their little analytics to say, well, before this, Extra inning games took this amount of time. But, you know, you know, couldn't just... they even do something like just a suggestion out there? You know, couldn't they even say, "Hey, all right, you know, if it goes to like we'll, we'll play normal, and if it goes to like the fifteenth inning, then we'll put in the runner." Something like that. You know, just just do some kind of compromise. It should be something. an eleventh inning rule. I've seen people argue that that like, hey, let these guys at least play the you know the tenth. A couple of innings. Uh, maybe 12th inning, I think I've yeah. been saying. Let them play well, the 10th and 11th. You know what? Like, I, I think that the people that make the decisions for baseball, I understand the players want it to be done. The players want the games to end because they play a bunch of games. And also, sure. you know, the bullpen. They don't want to keep using guys in the bullpen the in these bullpen series. The like, I get it. But at the same time, baseball fans that watch baseball and like baseball, we signed up for this. We did, Like, we signed up to see the game go into extras and be played out however. We didn't sign up for you helping the game along, like putting yeah. a, a ghost runner on second. For me, I'm not even an old guy, but, like, I, I can never rock with it. It's just it's fake. How did that runner get there? I can't take it. It's it's really not fun. I, I, I'm, I'm serious. Like, sports are supposed to be fun to watch, and I never enjoyed it. And I gave it a shot when they did it during COVID just to – I was just glad to see baseball. You know, when when, when stuff got shut down, I was like, okay – you know, I think this is a joke, but it's a short season. Let's give it a shot. I'm just glad they're playing. No fans in the stands, whatever. I just want to watch. But I didn't like it. I immediately did not like it. And and uh, that's it. You know, it, it, it's, you know, like the fans, you know, they, everything they do is is geared to, you know, just just It's supposed to, just, it's just supposed to speed up experience. the game, but they're choosing some of the wrong spots to look for speed. At the end of a scoreless game, we're locked in on that. We Absolutely. care about that, right? Speed the game up in between. Yeah, I agree. Don't I speed agree. the game up at the end of the game by by manufacturing a run. Literally, it's like manufacturing a run. Stop taking your starting pitcher out after the fifth or sixth. Exactly. Inning, you know, game uh, you plan know. so that you're not burning your pitchers. <laughs> when he throws, uh, you know, if it's a two-one game, he's pitching. He let up two hits, and a guy got a bloop. 
you know, and he's on second base because the guy made a bad play uh, going to get it or something. Oh, he's, that's it. We got to take him out and bring him to relieving yeah. him. Yep. Why pay all this money? I sound like a this is an old song here, but I don't understand why we're paying all this money for for these elite starters when you're going to take them out after five or six innings. It makes no sense at all to me if you're going to be doing that. What's the point of shelling out all these millions of dollars, giant contracts for these starting pitchers? If come playoff time, you pull them out in the fifth, the second there's like, oh, there's a blip. You know, I mean, listen, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, I know you've watched, say, the 90s Yankees, right? And, and you know, you saw El Duque, you saw Wells, you saw, you know, Coney and all those guys and Pettit. You know, some of the best parts, and all these guys, not even, even the Pedros and these guys and whatever. You know, watching these guys in the seventh inning load the bases, you know, but they still got a good pitch count and they're dealing. But like something just happens, you know, or maybe you lose one guy on a three two pitch and, and uh you hit a guy or whatever and somehow you load the bases. But man, give them a shot to get it and, and they would bear down and get that strikeout double play. Yeah, they you would know, those, compete, right? You yeah. you'd, you'd see their heart. You'd see yeah, the type of exactly. competitor that's, they are. That's they've why they've you they've stripped the that. They, they've taken that guys. away from guys. It's it, right. it, it, it is what it is. It's the future of baseball, I guess. Thanks for the call, George. Uh, it, it, it actually kind of pisses me off to even have these conversations. I love baseball. I want us to get to baseball. But we're getting closer to this new baseball that, like, yeah, I know there's, you know, traditionalists that are never going for it. But even me as a younger guy that understands, like, they're trying to make baseball cool again. They're trying to bring in outside fans, the pace of play, the pace of play, the pace of play. It's like, yeah, but, like, the pace of play Speed up. I understand the pitch clock. Have these guys stay in the batter's box. Have these guys throwing the ball over the plate. Get these guys in and out of the dugouts. You know, get the get their warm ups faster. I don't know what else in between to make the game faster. But speeding up the game at the end of the game, the most crucial part of a tied game that decides the game. We're gonna decide a game forever now off this new version of baseball that never existed. Right, this ghost runner. This ghost runner doesn't have to have an at-bat. This ghost runner doesn't ever touch first base. This ghost runner puts a runner in scoring position, and now the new strategy is all just how to get that runner over, and it goes on both sides, right? If you're facing, you guys know how how it goes, like Judge. Judge gets walked because that open base is there at first. They're just going to walk Judge. You're all pumped up like, oh, we got Judge coming up in this inning. It doesn't matter. He's not going to face him. They'll take their chances with the guys after him. They'll get... These, these outs, and if you don't have a strategy to put, like, your fastest guy on second base and have a guy bunt the runner over or whatever, it's just, I don't know, it's not real baseball. It's like they're still trying to figure out how to play this type of baseball, and that's going to decide a handful of games for every team every year, forever, moving forward, but not in the postseason. That's different. Regular season games, ah, there's 162 of them. I guarantee you they shorten the season. The the 162 game season has less than 10 years. It's got less than another decade. We might we might get to 2031 and they're like, "Ah, well, now we want to have a 140 game season." I don't know what they're going for. Whatever. Let's move it along here. We'll talk baseball all next week and later in this week. Uh, you know, the NBA All-Star break is coming. I'll have a bunch of open shows. And I know I'm going to approach them similar to how I approached shows around this time last year when we were locked out. It's like, <laughs> there's a lockout, there's no basketball, there's no football. 
I guess we're going to have to fire up the hockey conversations. Limo driver Ed is on I-78. What's up, Eddie? You're back on the fan. Yeah, sitting on trying to get to Newark Airport. You got these crazy fools that drive stupid out here, and now I'm sitting in massive traffic. Yeah, you know, I just was telling my wife, driving is avoiding everyone else. No matter how good of a driver you think you are, sometimes you can't just avoid some of these idiots on the road. It is what it is. Being a good driver is looking in all your mirrors and looking straight and being able to dodge and avoid the people that can't drive. And the thing is, it's almost after 12. It's after 12, going on 1 o'clock. Traffic is not nobody out really out here, but you got some clowns that want to drive crazy. One, one or two, one or two can mess everything up for everybody. Right, and my passengers coming in from San Francisco, and they land at 1 o'clock. I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to be there. Mm. And this, this traffic is not even moving. So while I'm sitting here, I'm out to talk to you about the Jets and our, our uh, well, first off, prayers to uh, Michigan State and, and everybody out there. This is just getting, you know, just had recently had a kid, man, six years old with a gun, shoots a teacher. It's just getting ridiculous. Yeah. No, Newport News of Virginia. Mm-hmm. This is just getting, it's, it's, it's just crazy, man. <laughs> around this whole country, around this whole world. Hatred, people shooting up everything. You can't yeah. go to the store, Walmart, can't do nothing no more. It's just ridiculous. This whole world, I don't know, bro. God is not happy with the way this world is going. I'll tell you that right now. Um, about the Jets, you know, listen, I don't want Carr now. With Carr being, if, he, if they let loose, they let him go, means that they don't get no draft picks, right? Yeah, they're just going to cut him. They're going to cut ties with him today, and he's free to go sign with whatever team he wants. I don't know, man, because if we don't get Rodgers, I don't know who. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't really want Carr because he's been down. In, you know, I don't think Carr wants to come to the Jets either. Uh, I mean, they've been pointing to the Saints. Other rumors have been the Niners. He's a yeah. West Coast Fresno State guy, played in Oakland, played in Vegas. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Warm I, weather. Yeah, I, warm I see weather. him as a warm weather West Coast guy. Warm weather in the South, Louisiana or West Coast, maybe he's the guy for the 49ers. Well, the only thing I could say is, is that Chicago goes for their number one pick and they go for a quarterback. And uh, what's the young man's name there? Again? Justin what's Fields. Yeah, they Fields. move on from and him. He may be. He may. Yeah, he may be available. I really don't listen. I'd rather have a quarterback like Hertz that can run and change the pattern of the game. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want a pocket pass that's going to sit back there and get sacked. Yeah, because it depends you know? on who you're playing against and what you're going to need to right. do. Yep. Right, and I don't want ninety-year-old uh, Matt Ryan either. Nah, hell no. Salakot is coming up in an hour. He may bring Matt Ryan back to the forefront right here on the fan. Oh, man. So, But listen, now I know last week we was talking about Kyrie, and I know you said Kyrie's not going to get moved at all. I guess they moved him. And uh, then all of a sudden now, you know. I, I don't know. I'm, there was definitely some point in time where I thought that they would, you know, call his bluff and say, oh, you want to get traded? We're not trading you. force you. But it. This thing, this was the one. This was the straw that broke the camel's back. It got yeah. to the point when they they accidentally showed his face, I think, on the Saturday after he requested that trade on a Friday, and the fans mm-hmm. booed him. So they knew, okay, this is it. Like We can't force yeah. him to play. We can, we've we already suspended him. He's come back from the anti-Semitic sus- suspension. He's come back from the right. anti-vax stuff and popped back out. Mm-hmm. There's no coming back mm-hmm. from this because he put himself in front of the team. So I'm cool now, with the and, you know, now And now with Katie going, this organization, man, and took about 20 paces back, backwards. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I understand these guys that they got, these young guys, but 
I they mean, got some good pieces, really... but they don't have a good team. And now they're figuring no, they out, no. like, how many wings do you have? How many guys? You only can put five guys on the floor. A uh, guy that's right. been starting for you in Royce O'Neal's got to take a back seat. A guy that's been scoring for you in Cam Thomas has to take a back seat. And Jacques Vaughn has a lot on his table to figure out or a lot on his plate to sort through. I don't think but that's the thing is. I don't think they're the winning anything, too. so I don't like. I can't be. Right. I'm happy that we are done with the KD Kyrie era, right? Because I don't think they were winning right. anything either, and it was a headache and distractions and and not being available. These guys are going to play. I just don't think they're going to actually contend. I don't think they're going to be one of the top five teams. They're fifth right now, but I don't think they're in the top five, six teams. I think they drop into the play in, and they right. they don't have that much time to figure out what to do. Well, I feel bad for Jock Vaughn, man, because at one time, you know, they, they had a winning streak of 11, 12 games. You know, he was headed, and, you know, they was the fourth seed or third, second, third seed, whatever they were. Yeah, with a healthy KD and Kyrie. And then right. back-to-back yeah, years, man. KD's yep. knee gives yep. out. And once KD's yep. knee yep. gives out, everybody's out. Harden <laughs> wanted out. Kyrie wanted <laughs> out. And now KD yep. is finally out. Thanks for the call, Ed. We got to take this break here. One o'clock, approaching. My last hour on the fan this Monday night into Tuesday morning, Valentine's Day. Call me up and join the show, 877-337-6666. We're right back after this. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.